0: Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic.
1: All right, welcome back to another episode of the East Meets West Hunt podcast. And I'm out here in wonderful New Jersey today. It's a beautiful, sunny, hot day here, I would, I would say, in uh, August. So uh, I'm here with Craig Davidson at uh, OK Four Wheel Drive. How's it going today, Craig?
0: Pretty good. It's hot
1: out. Yeah, very yeah. hot out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's hot, but uh, we're getting closer and closer to the fall. That's for sure. Yes. And yeah. and that means hunting season. That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I I make the drive out here today. About a five hour drive out to OK Four Wheel Drive to. Uh, Put on a a, a James Baroud USA tent on my truck, so we'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh I'm excited to test this thing out after you help me put it on, put it on the truck there. So yeah,
0: yeah, we're we're, we're glad you have it. We're happy to have you have it. Yeah, uh, we like what you're all about, and you know that's what we're all about. We like to, you know, just down to earth guys that want to get out in the wilderness and camp, hunt, fish. Yeah, just so that's what it's all
1: about. Cool. Well, when we get started here, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, just a little quick background on yourself and, uh, and what you do here as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I started OK forba Drive about five years ago. Um, of course, it's okay for Drive. We build trucks. Uh, we put lift kits on them, tires, wheels, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, the owner, Jim Ustike, wanted to get into another market, spread it out a little bit. So we got into uh, rooftop tents. Um, which is kind of like a, for overlanding. Um, so he offered me a job to come here and run the overlanding, the uh, tent part of the process for him. So he hired me on. Uh, these tents are made in Portugal. We ship them in. Um, and then we have distributors. You we're know, the distributor. We have dealers throughout the country, um, Washington, California, Colorado, you know, just New Mexico, just all over. Um, and we're just trying to get everybody to know that you don't have to have a big trailer you don't have to have your car loaded with a big tent with all the poles. and You just have a tent that's on top of your vehicle. You drive wherever you want to go. A couple of minutes, it's popped up, and you're camping. You
1: know, yeah. You're sleeping. So. So and, and the ones that, that you have here, you have the hard shell as well as, as soft Shell. Yeah. Yes. hmm yeah. yeah. And that's what... So I just put um, a hard shell on the yeah. top of my truck, and yeah. it's it's pretty awesome. Pretty quick and easy to to set it up mm-hmm. and and have it down just as, you know, quick amount of time yeah. there. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially when you get used to it, you know, when you get a, you get a system going, you'll have that up in 30 seconds and, you know, closing less than, you know, a minute and you're done. You know,
1: so yeah. So um yeah, that the, the interesting thing when I uh first started talking to you, Craig, we were talking about how, you know, m- most of your, I guess business comes from the overlanding industry is that correct that's correct yes and and camping as well or what are kind of your camping
0: uh, but most mostly your the biggest one is overlanding and then after that it's probably just little family camping after that but most of it's most of it's the overlanding
1: yeah and and i when i first started i've been looking at these tents for a long time and i was like i could use that so much for hunting for traveling whether that's just you know, driving even an hour to your spot in, somewhere in the, the Appalachian Mountain region, or, or if uh, you're traveling across the country going out west, being able to utilize that tent and sleep in it where you're at, you don't need to get a hotel room. You don't need to bring right. a, a big, you know, heavy camper pulling behind it. Exactly. It's a slight weight, you know, what are they, 125 pounds? And about
0: 140 yeah. 140 mm-hmm.
1: pounds. Yeah. They go on top. Two guys can load up the tent, throw it on top of the truck. Leave it locked down there. Can stay there all the time, and wherever you're at, you can pop it up and and go to sleep. So that's why I was like, man, these would be awesome for hunting trips. And then when I met you and started talking to you about it, you're like, yes, yes, that's exactly what (laughs) what uh, what we have in mind for them. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. Like I said, when we met and you said what you wanted to do, I'm like, I was like, well, finally. somebody understands what we're trying to do here, what it's all about. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, the good thing about it is, you know, you're on a hunting trip somewhere, you know, you spent time, you know, looking on topo maps and everything and Onyx maps, checking the land out. And, you you know, you might be traveling four or five hours. You've never been there before. You know, you get there, it's not what you thought it was going to be. You know, you don't see this game, you don't see signs of game. You know, you don't have all those wall tents and everything else. You just get back to the truck, close the tent and you go to another spot. You go to Plan B. You're not like stuck there taking an hour and a half, two hours tearing camp down, camps tore down in less than a half hour, and you're on your way. Yeah. So that that's one of the big advantages. It, it, it's like it's a, you're kind of like hunting like a nomad. Yeah. You're you can go where you want to go. It's not working there. Pick up, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's funny that uh, the way you said that they're hunt like a nomad. That's kind of your guys saying, and well, it's your hashtag with it for the tents and it makes so much sense because and that's kind of the lifestyle that you know that that we live there and and you and I are talking about it you know it's it's definitely a a bigger movement now with people you know doing that traveling places hunting public land hunting you know big woods more adventure style hunts and again that that can be anywhere from Pennsylvania New York Virginia all the way down the east coast or that could be in the Rocky Mountains yep yep. And, and I mean and I plan on using it throughout the Midwest as well and anywhere that you, really anywhere you can park your truck, you can set it up and be sleeping in a pretty short amount of time.
0: Exactly. That's the good thing about it. You know, that's like a lot of guys, they don't go out West or they don't go on big hunts because they you know, let's face it. It's, it's a cost, it's, you know, it's money where well, here's something where, you know, for the price of the tent, you know, to wherever you got to go, there's your hotel cost, you know, just already covered just by the cost of the price of this tent to get yeah. to where you want to go. You don't have to go, you know, like you said, anywhere there's open land, you can go get there, set set the tent up hunt you know and it's it's a lot cheaper you're basically just paying for your tags yeah and your gas i mean and it's you know in your food you're not hotel rooms you're not on with a you know having to pay for the outfitters and all that kind of stuff you really can get out there on your own do it yourself and have an adventurous time and probably one of the greatest times you'll ever have hunting when you really look at it so You've done it all on your own
1: yeah, no definitely, and it's so it's so rewarding from that standpoint. And I've talked about it on this podcast a lot, and this is just another tool to be able to add mm-hmm. again to be able to to completely be self sustained out of your truck, anything, you have everything there. And, you know, for guys like you and me there, say we're hiking back in a ways and you're coming out late at night and then you have a 45-minute drive, even back home or something. If you didn't want to, you just sat all day in your tree stand during a rut and instead of driving back and having to do that, you can cook up dinner right there at your truck, jump up in, go to sleep, and wake up in the morning and go out hunting again. And I mean this. I mean these tents work in all weather conditions. Yes, completely yeah. weatherproof, all season. Yeah, yeah,
0: one hundred percent waterproof. They're UV protected. Uh, they're breathable, so you're not going to get inside and get all clammy. Um, the the material lets it breathe. So at nighttime, you're not like I said, you're not waking up in the morning all clammed up and everything. And there's no moisture inside the tent. So you're not putting wet clothes on right from the get go to go set in your stand all day, like I say, you're putting on damp clothes. Yeah. So just a lot of advantage. And like I say, my truck's all rigged up. You know, I got the you know refrigerator freezer in there, I got the stove in there, And you know, I got the drawer system where all my hunting gears in there, I got the tent on top, you know, it's you're on you're basically unstoppable. As long as you're allowed there to hunt you you can hunt there and you have everything you need.
1: Yeah, everything so, you need to live there. Exactly. That's what we're joking around about, yeah. right? You yep. you're saying I could live out of this at any time <laughs> Yeah, and, and your yeah. wife would just have to find a place to stay, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I got the
0: shower and everything. Everything's hooked up. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that's that's funny. And um yeah, they're just they're very simple and it was a, again i've i've only ever seen them you know from afar Mm -hmm. and until i got to put my hands on one and crawl up inside it and see and it's it's pretty easy to see why why one james brood is a you know the top of the class and from an overlanding standpoint and hopefully you know this kind of we can show everyone how you can use it in a hunting space right and like you said there's just not the, the the biggest thing I always hate when I go places is you know taking up, setting down tents and then having to dry it out yeah. and then you have to, you know, pack it back up and do everything. This has you were telling me about the vents on it mm-hmm. where you can close it up, you know, semi, you know, wet, try to get the water off the, off, yeah. the outside yeah. of it, mm-hmm. but close it up and it breathes while you're driving.
0: Yeah, there's there's a baffled ears on the side of the tent. So, you know, like I said, you just pat the tent a little bit, just get some of the water off of it, close it up. When you're driving down the road, air is going to circulate through there. Dust can't get in there because like I said, they're baffled. So you're going to have air circulating through. You're drying your tent out while you're driving. So again, like I said, you don't have to worry about, you know, you hunted two, three days, you drive six, seven hours home. You got to go to work the next day. You don't have to worry about getting the tent opened up and drying out. It's fine. You can let it go till you get home or whenever you have a chance just yeah, I'd still say open it up. Yeah. It's always nice to open it up just to air out if you've been in it for a couple of days sleeping. So, but yeah, it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, no, I got to get home, get this tent open back up and dry it out. You know, you don't have to worry about that at all. Another good thing about it, too, is you can keep your sleeping bag and your pillow in there also. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, too. You know, you're in there, you don't have to roll your sleeping bag up. You can just keep it in there, keep your pillow in there because when you close the tent, there's six inches of room. So you can keep, you know, you can keep stuff in there. Like I have a tendency. Uh, sometimes I don't even keep my clothes in there. Like I lay my clothes out. Yeah. So, you know, I have everything laid there. So everything's in there. So
1: once you pop it up, you're once good you to pop go. it up.
0: You're good to go. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's nice. That's and like, like you said, cause at first, like, yeah, it might take you just a few minutes at first to get used to setting it up. But, um, I mean, with your direction and everything there it was, mm-hmm. it was simple. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, you open up the one side, then the other, get inside and pop out the struts and, mm-hmm. Basically set up from there, set pull up. out the ladder and you're good. Yeah. Yep. So, you're good to go. Yeah. yeah, it's um I'm really excited to to get to use that a little yeah. bit here. Yeah,
0: Looks like I said, we're pretty excited you're having it. So Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um and what's uh what's the warranty like with, with your company's tent?
0: Uh, it's a five year warranty. Okay. Everything on the tent's covered for five years. If anything ever happens, uh you go on our website and there's a you can email, the email comes right to me. I send you a warranty form, you fill the form out, I get it back. And we take care of whatever it is. Um, okay. You know, as long as you haven't rolled your truck down the side of the mountain or something. Yeah. It's going to be covered. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're very, we want to be people friendly, customer friendly. Um, and we want everybody to know that we care about them. We want them to enjoy their experience in the outdoors. And we don't want them to have to worry about, you know, something going wrong with their tent. So if something goes wrong, we want you to be happy. Take so, care of it completely. Yeah, take care of it, yep.
1: Yeah. No, that that's awesome, and uh, you do have some advantages, you know, to where your shop's located at here, mm-hmm. being so close to the Delaware Water Gap, yeah, and a lot of areas here. And this is my first time ever out yeah. this way. It's beautiful, oh, beautiful yeah. area.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, like I say, we got Delaware uh, Water Gap area, you know, national land there, state land, um, you know, really not that far away from. You know, if you want to go to New York State, you want to go to Vermont, um, a couple of the guys here go to Vermont a lot. So, okay. you know, a couple hours are in Vermont, you know, down south you go to Virginia. So there's, we have a lot of, a lot of places you can go here Yeah, and do a lot of this. Um, yeah. So you, you get know, to, uh,
1: get to use all your stuff here quite a bit.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think when they think of the East coast, they really don't think of, well, there's really nowhere to go, but there actually is. If you do your research online or whatever, and just make phone calls or whatever, you'll find out there's actually quite a few public lands that are open that you can get on air access to and just have a good time. So, yeah. yeah,
1: no, definitely. And that's what, again, the other reason you and I connected pretty well was our hunting styles are similar and, mm-hmm. you know, and we were, we were kind of laughing, you know, we're, it's not always, uh, when people think of whitetail hunting, you, you, you don't think of someone that's, you know, in shape, hiking back in there with, like, you know, kind of, a, a, again, an adventure style yeah. to the hunts. You know, you, you think of just, you know, driving around in the pickup truck and, <laughs> and your orange hat and, yeah. and driving right up to the tree stand or whatever it may be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so we were joking about that. Yeah. But and, and in reality, it's just something that, and one of my goals here is to show that the East Coast is covered with places like that. Yeah. That you can do some awesome hunts yeah. and and everything else. And the Appalachian Trail comes through here, doesn't it?
0: Yes, it does. Over in the Pennsylvania side. Okay. And, and up at Delaware Water Gap is where it crosses over New Jersey. Okay. To New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes right through it. Very popular. Get a lot of people, you know, walking on that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and there's just there's so many different things. But, uh, yeah, so that's what uh, my, my buddy Rick and I, he's the store manager at Box and Bows where I work, mm-hmm. he's, he's out here with me, and we're going to do some camping. Yeah. Um, we're going to do some camping up in the Delaware Water Gap, and I'm trying to figure out, I was trying to get Craig to tell him <laughs> that we can't both sleep in that <laughs> tent, but he's kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, but if the yeah. podcast doesn't get released, you figure out why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because the tents are actually 79. By 55, so they're actually
0: a double sized bed,
1: so. yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the one I have is the Evasion correct? The Evasion. yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. then we have the XXL, all the tents come in XXL, which is basically a queen size bed on top of your
1: vehicle. It's 89 okay. by 65, yeah. That's, that
0: sleeps three adults,
1: okay. So, yeah. so w- what I need is that with a wall on the side, exactly. So, Rick yeah. can have his exactly. side, he has his side, so I can yeah. have mine, <laughs> <Yep>. but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, that, that'll be uh to be continued on <laughs> yeah. how that how that ends up handing out, but yeah so i'm i'm gonna be able to use this you know like for like i said for camping trips with mm-hmm. buddies or you can use it for family trips you yep. can use it for anything and and with that there's attachments that come off that you were talking about how you're you have an attachment for a shower mm-hmm. off of yours yeah. and yep. awnings and everything. yeah we have
0: awnings yeah we have all, different size awnings from four foot to nine foot mm-hmm. and uh they all have side panels so um and the side panels are just like the tent; they zip open with the so you have screening also. Okay. So it's not you're not closed in inside. You can actually have screens, so you have like a screened in room. Weather gets bad, zip it up, and you just have a closed in room. Yeah. Uh, the four foot one, it's, you know, I like that one on this side of my truck because uh, I put that size on. Then I got a shower there, so you can shower right in there. You know, you have everything right there, so you know you get cleaned up. You know let's face it when you're camping and stuff you you get sweaty and dirty and it does feel good to take a shower yeah i, I like being clean and take showers yeah. so that's like my thing is i always make sure like rin and i we always talk about that like we gotta have a shower so yeah, yeah. so i have to have a shower so yeah no, that's yeah. a
1: nice add-on for yeah. it and hmm? and i i can think specifically even okay so a lot of people go out um west say you're going to colorado hmm? and you go up to a trailhead and people will set up you know kind of a base camp there you don't need a whole lot of floor space um to set these up because you're or going straight up Good and course. then how, whatever size the awning is yeah. going out. And, and, uh, for the listeners, it's, it's tough, uh, for them to see how much I use my hands when I talk <laughs> as I'm explaining <laughs> it, but it doesn't take up a lot of, a lot of floor space to be able to do that. You're just going straight up, straight from up your up, truck, yeah. SUV, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. It That's is, one thing so. too.
0: Like a lot of people, you know, when we first brought them to America, everybody thought, um, that they were just for, because uh, we have Jeeps here, of course. Everybody thought they were for Jeeps. It's like, no, you can put them on anything. And then guys will realize, oh, I can put this in the back of my truck. And then some people, you know, we get a lot of people now to are calling, like, Subaru is probably one of our biggest vehicles we put tents on our Subarus. A lot of people with Subarus have them on. So we do a lot of Subarus with them. Um, you know, uh, we've had a few on Priuses already. Really? You know, the biggest thing is is finding the right proper roof rack. Okay. So you got to have, you just can't, the rack system that comes with a vehicle, you, you got to have an aftermarket rack because the the one that comes with the vehicle is usually rated for 110 pounds, 115. You know, you got to get a rack system that's rated for 150
1: pounds. So okay,
0: that's the biggest thing is moving over, you know, moving that. But basically, every vehicle has some kind of rack system that'll work
1: so then is then when you put the tent on top of it then there's a then that support separate as far as human like human body weight and everything else up there yeah how does that that work yeah
0: that's yeah with that weight it's 150 160 pound Mm -hmm. that is actually the kinetic that's the moving so if your vehicle is moving it'll only you know it's the 150 pounds well it fits the tent fine and but when it's sitting still, it'll be like eight hundred pounds. Okay. So that's where everybody thinks, like, well, it's only one hundred fifty pounds. Well, yeah, it's because it'll fit the tent. But that's when it's moving. That's what those rating systems are. So when it's sitting still, it's they're usually eight hundred to more pounds. So eight hundred pounds is a
1: lot. Yeah, it's, that's that's yeah, a lot of yeah a lot of weight. So. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so like with the XXLs, like I said, that's three adults. Usually with the XXLs, we'll have at least three crossbars or. You know, we have other racks that are called, you know, tray racks. Like okay. the one that's on my truck, that's a tray. You know, it's a flat, so then the whole tent sits on it. Okay. So, yeah, and the weight's
1: evenly distributed Weight's throughout. evenly distributed, yeah.
0: So there's just, it, there's always, we, we know how to figure it out, what you need and stuff. So it's yeah. like when people are interested in a tent, we we get their vehicle that they want, you know, that they have. And we're able to figure out what rack system will work best for them.
1: Yeah. And uh, that's what's awesome. I mean, walking into this shop, one, it's it's beautiful i mean anybody that likes you know the outdoors and stuff and likes the looks of you know nice jeeps trucks anything Mm -hmm. else you'd fall in love walking into this place but it's the expertise that you get along with it and that's what i've always say with you know working at a you know finding a good archery pro shop Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with this you come into a place instead of you know just um you know just b- buying it online without asking any right. questions you come in here or call you guys on the phone mm-hmm. or anything there ask questions and you can kind of you can help that direction kind of get take uh, a little bit of learning curve out of the mix for it yeah so.
0: exactly that's like it okay 4 we drive we've been up since 1979 mm-hmm. um so there's guys that have worked here for 30 plus years you know and their passion like you and i love to hunt yeah their passions you know wheeling, you know, four wheeling and stuff. So they know, they know what they're talking about. So you call here, have a question about your vehicle, you know, what lift kit to get, what wheels, tires, or whatever. I mean, these guys can, you know, with a vehicle you have, they can talk you through everything that you need and what you don't need. So, you know, they're not just going to like, we're just not going to sell you stuff just to sell you stuff. We're going to make sure we're selling you things that you need and that's going to function for you. Yeah. Not just load your vehicle up just to load your vehicle up, you know, again, Jim's family oriented. You know, he wants he wants these guys to get out there with their kids, wives, whatever it is, or the women to get out there with their husbands, you because know, we have a lot of women and men and everything that build vehicles. So yeah. We just want everybody involved. We don't want we want to make sure that they have what they need, not what they want. So
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. there's definitely a difference. Yeah, there's a there. difference there, sure. yeah, yeah. And that that's what we you know try to mm-hmm. do at the archery shop too is yeah talk everyone you know through it and if someone's still set on something you yeah. know i'm not going to talk about it, talk, but yeah,
0: exactly just try
1: to educate educate and, yep. mm-hmm. and help everyone understand yeah. how how that works and and kind of go from there but yeah that's what again that was so cool walking into the shop and, and seeing it yeah and uh and again i just never thought of this part of the state and you know well, and even in new jersey you don't think of a place that you can do so many things at, yeah. and you were Everybody telling,
0: thinks of Seaside Heights when they think of New Jersey. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you you were uh, saying to me too. You're like talking to me these hunting stories and stuff, and I'm like, this sounds like just like back home. Yeah, or somewhere else. I mean, there's there's yeah. you know mountains here oh, yeah, and yeah. a lot of uh, just very vast forested mm-hmm. terrain all yeah. over, and yeah. and it's a uh, it's a really cool area yeah. and to yeah. be able to have this kind of a shop and and test out all the equipment mm-hmm. and everything. It was, it was pretty easy once I saw your truck that you're using everything that yeah. you have here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That's one thing for sure. Everything that's on our trucks, all the guys here, we use
1: them. So, yeah,
0: you know, it's not like we have just got stuff on or we use them. So, you know, that's, so, so that's where it goes back to that. We know really what you really need compared to what you want. So it's cause we've, we've used it. We've tested it. Yeah. Um, we've gone everywhere with it. So, Yeah. And like I say there's a lot of a lot of things to do around here um you know people come here, you know we got a rock pile out back actually if a mountain, or guys can test their vehicle out after we get done with it, they go yeah. out there and drive up it and see how it works and you know so there's there's a lot to do in just this area itself
1: yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. that's cool um just circle back around to the tents a little bit. So what would be an advantage to someone wanting either say the soft shell versus the hard shell or vice versa? Kind of just explain that. Maybe what's the right fit for Mm -hmm. for someone? Yeah. Um, I get asked that a lot,
0: actually. Um, And I always try to let people, I I try to get the advantages of both of them. Um, The hard shell, of course, hard shell, um, easier to close. You know, you close the back, you know, close the front, close the back, open, you know, it's, a lot easier with the soft shell, you have to take the cover off and flip it over, and then there's two poles you got to slide down on the ground for support. Still not that bad. Still pretty quick. Um, the, one of the advantages of the hard shell is with the 360-degree view, you know, with a soft shell, you have the same view, but it's not the windows aren't as big. Okay. Um, it's more dome shape. the soft shell is. The hard shell advantage is you have the ventilation fan. And you have the light that comes with it where the soft shell doesn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, I, I've had, of course, I've used both of them. I have the hard shell and the soft shell. Myself, I like the soft shell. Yeah. Just the way it sits on my truck. Because um, I have the Tacoma and I have a cap on it. Yeah. And it sits nice on there where I've had the hard shell on there already. It kind of, even like the one you had. Yeah. The standard size, it still sits out a little bit because it's just a Tacoma. So it's kind of a little wider. Where the soft shell is more narrower on truck, a little smaller on footprint on there. Okay. But when I open it, it's bigger than the evasion though. Yeah, and, and the standard size. It's the size of the XXL.
1: Okay. And that so kinda comes off the side. That, that comes off the side, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the hard shell, easier to open. Ventilation, solar fan, light, um, that's that's probably the advantage of that side of it. Easier to close, easier to open. Yeah. Less time consuming. Yeah.
1: Okay. So yeah, that's um yeah like I said I I've always looked at the the soft shells mm-hmm. before and um and then seeing the hard shells it was just so neat. I mean literally the ventilation fans in there yeah. everything else. I mean yeah. I I think I could use you know either of them and and mm-hmm. be happy with it but there's just and obviously, with the hard shell the price point's a little bit higher, yes, so yeah. that's where that comes mm-hmm. into play, but you do get the advantages of you know you get those set up yeah. and yeah. and everything there, yeah. and you can leave both both of the tents on your truck year yeah. round right if yeah, you we pretty to.
0: much uh leave ours on, we put them on um one of the guys here he's had his on now for three and a half years, hasn't taken it off, stays right on there the whole time, yeah. Yeah, most of the guys that have them here, we keep them on, so. Okay. Yeah, they stay on, even in the soft shell of mine, I keep it on, you know, you just clean it once in a while, the cover. Yeah. And with a hard shell, uh, we just recommend it, maybe you pot wax it two or three, you know, two, three times a year just to keep it shiny, because it is gel coat. Yeah. And just like, you know, a car or a boat out in the sun, it could fade, so it's best just to keep it clean and waxed. Okay. Yeah.
1: Is there any other, um, as far as maintenance with them, that you need to worry about or take care of? No. Nah. pretty much just...
0: No, nah, it's pretty much just... I mean, they're, they're a really good product. Um, you know, one of the things I always tell, like I told you too, like with your sleeping bag, being on your mattress or anything, I always take the ladder, slide it underneath the mattress. Yeah. So you're not dirtying the mattress cover or your sleeping bag or even ripping the cover or whatever. That way, it's underneath. Okay. So, you know, as far as maintenance, like I say, wash it with a mild detergent and wax it a couple times a year and you're fine
1: okay so yeah perfect Mm -hmm. yeah um anything else on the tent side of things that you can think of
0: No, I'm just excited about you getting out there and using it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like I said,
1: uh, we already Rick just walked up here, and he uh, we already (laughs) talked about him wanting to to spend some time in there as well. So he's he's giving me that look. That's again, if this podcast doesn't get released, there's a reason why. Um, (laughs) But uh, anyways, so with OK Four Wheel Drive, is Mm -hmm. that so? Does OK Four Wheel Drive own James Brood, or is it uh, just a dealer for them?
0: Okay. James Brewed itself is made in Portugal. Okay, we're the sole distributor, so we're called James Brewed USA. Okay, so we get them in from Portugal. What it is, I get, I'll place an order, and um, for a forty-foot container, and you usually can get fifty tents in a container. They come here, and I got dealers throughout the country, eight or nine dealers we have throughout the country, and uh, then they place their orders, and then I distribute those tents out. Okay, through them, and then. Of course, then they sell tents, and we usually get a container once a month. Um, So we get fifty tents a month come in here. So yeah, and it sounds like oh, that's plenty of tents. But (laughs) when it comes February and March, people are ordering tents, and it takes us three months to get them. There's people. I'll be honest. There's people. You gotta wait sometimes three, three plus months before you can get your tent. Yeah. So it's really. That's I always say when people will call like, I want to get a tent. Let me think about it, and then they're like, okay, I'll call you back in May. I always tell them, you can call me back in May. That's fine. I don't care. I don't want. I don't want to pressure people, but you call me back in May. There's probably been 12 or 14 other people that have called and ordered a tent before that. So now you're further back in line. Okay. So that's why we always say. That's why we always say three to four months at least. Plan plan, plan ahead. To and plan ahead. And be to get excited if you get it earlier. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Because they're uh, okay. like I said, they're really because we're you know we're supplying the whole country. Yeah. So I gotcha. Yeah, they go pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 cool. Um. Is there anything else you want to add about uh, OK Four Wheel Drive or, or James Brewed Tents?
0: Yeah, just you know, if you're ever in the area, I want to take a drive. Come on out; we'd love to have you. Um, we do a lot of events. We do a lot of trail rides. Um, you know, there's places out, you know, within hours of here. We can go spend the day doing trail rides up New York. You know, the mid part of the Pennsylvania. Um, the guys love doing it. Love hanging out with you. We love people coming here and. Just seeing the store, you know, meeting new people and talking to them and just having fun. I mean... We, we we like to have fun. Yeah, it seems so, like a fun place to yeah, work, that's yeah. for sure. We call it, what my wife always says when I go to because we do a lot of shows, my wife says, you're not working, you're going camping. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, you're not working, it's camping. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: yeah that's true. Yeah. But uh, hey, that's the perks of the job, right? Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah.
1: Awesome. So yeah, I definitely urge anyone to, to stop in if they're in the area. Or where can they find you guys online?
0: Yeah, at? you can go online. It's uh, OK, the number four wd.com okay yeah and you can just go on there and you know or you look through everything there and you know email somebody and you know if you got questions or you know give a phone call Um, we got a seven bay garage so you know we got a lot of vehicles out there getting worked on at all times so yeah definitely yeah
1: so And um yeah, and definitely I'll put the I'll put the links in the show notes on there for your Instagram and Facebook for mm-hmm. both OK Four Wheel yep. Drive and, and James Breed yep. Brood USA. Yeah. Um to be able to take a look at that mm-hmm. and, and go from there. And then once I get some time spent in it, if I last through the weekend <laughs> then um <laughs> then I will I will make sure to do a, a full review on it and kind of talk about the experience with it. And yeah. there'll be I like taking photos so you'll see a lot of yeah. A lot of photos, of play, yeah. hopefully, in some pretty cool places.
0: Yeah, we love that. That's what we always say, though. We always tell our customers, you know, you know people at James Brew Tenses have sent us pictures. We'd love to put pictures on Instagram and social media just to show everybody, you know, that people are having a great time, having fun, and, yeah. you know, there's nothing like getting out there with your family or whatever and the kids yeah. running around and just, you know, just have fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Craig. I appreciate your time here and, oh, and yeah. everything else. So. Yeah.
0: I appreciate you coming out and
1: yeah we look forward
0: to seeing seeing you out there, you know doing your thing out there hunting with it and yeah we're pretty excited about that oh uh, i I am too yeah. you'd
1: no idea yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be a good year and i'm I'm excited about it so awesome, all right, we'll talk to you soon, yep, all right, now that you have heard kind of the whole rundown with Craig and I as we talked about the the James Brood tents and the different options. So when I recorded that podcast with Craig, that was back in August when I picked it up. So at that point, I had not used the tent yet. Hadn't got to really experience it and be able to talk about it. So now here we are, I guess, three months later, end of November here. And I've got to spend a lot of nights in the tent throughout uh, the fall all across kind of the United States. And wanted to give kind of a rundown with it and how I used it and what my thoughts were on the tent. So the model that I have is the James Baroud Evasion, as I talked about in the first part of this podcast, and got to use it first and foremost out in the Delaware Water Gap in in uh, the Pennsylvania New York or New Jersey border, excuse me. And when I so I went there with Rick and we spent time. Rick did not stay in the tent with me. He had his his own tent. But uh, we we uh, went to a, basically a campground and everything there. And it was a very humid, um, a lot of rain, high heat type temperature. So that was kind of my first experience with it. And so it, it has a 360 degree panoramic view. So when you pop up the tent, you can unzip the windows. So it's just... It's just basically a mesh um, ventilation the whole way around, and it also has a solar-powered fan in the roof. And with that being said, it was so hot and, you know, just muggy out that I needed to have these windows open, but I was kind of worried about it because it was raining so much. Well, the way that the, the tent's designed... It has a little bit of a lip that comes off the end. And even with like a little bit of a sideways rain, you did not get wet inside the tent. And I left every window open from a ventilation standpoint. But when it did start blowing a little bit harder, you'd start to feel mist. So just the side the wind was blowing from, I would keep that side zipped up. But other than that, with a regular rain storm, you can keep those windows open, have the air circulating in there, and also stay dry. So that was... Cool to be able to test that. And really got to test putting away the tent wet as well and watching how it dries itself out. So put it away, you know, somewhat damp. Try to shake off the water the best you could and put it in drive down the road and the air automatically circulates through that. So that was pretty neat to be able to try that. So we spent a few nights there in that in the tent and my first thoughts were how comfortable that the the memory foam mattress or however the I guess the the mattress is designed it's like sleeping in your own bed so I just had a pillow and for this trip I just used a blanket instead of a sleeping bag since it was you know warmer out and extremely comfortable across the board so that was kind of like my first um, I guess experience with the tent and took it back so the next part of the trip was going to be Colorado was basically the next time I was going to be able to use it. And so fast forward about three weeks or so and went out to Colorado and knew for the first part of this trip that we were going to be doing a little bit different than normal. I wasn't going to be backpacking, um, back into a wilderness area and, and, you know, living off camp on my back, wanted to try it a little bit different with my dad and myself is doing truck camping and going in lighter to see if we could cover more miles that way and be able to adjust and change locations a little bit easier. And so for the first eight days of the trip, Colorado, I slept every night in the James Brood tent and had a whole different, again, another... um. Big swing of weather changes, I guess. So, from anywhere from, you know, it'd be 70, 75 degrees during the day to when we go to sleep at night, it'd be dropped down, you know, below freezing most of the nights. And the tent provided a lot of insulation. So, I was surprised by that. This is the material is kind of like an aluminized polyester. Um, it's a heavy, I don't know, I would describe it as a canvas type material. That's probably not the right term but it kept your body heat in the tent and so even when it was really cold like that I just had my regular uh, I believe it's 25 degree sleeping bag and just wore the minimal clothes to bed and you you really you didn't get cold you didn't feel the wind draft you didn't feel anything it's it's almost like a pop-up camper type material on the on the sides And as soon as you would open the door in the morning, you'd feel that rush of cold air come in. But until then it trapped your heat in there and I'd still leave the solar powered fan on during the night, just to kind of circulate air and it didn't get like extremely stuffy or anything else inside the tent. So that was kind of like the the beginning of using it in some colder weather temperatures and seeing how it reacted with that with so sleeping in that tent for eight days was a completely different experience from sleeping on the ground and a you know a sleeping pad for that amount of time and having that kind of rest um, that was like being in your own bed was absolutely amazing. It I, I got great sleep every night and inside it has there's like there's a couple mesh pockets and a thing on the ceiling to kind of keep some of your gear organized when you go to bed you can find it in the morning a little light above your head and it like i said it just felt like i was sleeping in a in your own bed in your own room you weren't you know scattered with everything you're up on top of the roof of your truck it just feels good to get up off the ground and did that for the first eight days there and it really helped out quite a bit um i think my dad was pretty jealous of of uh, me getting the the suite up top, I guess as as he was in the tent on the ground, but it was a it was a really cool really cool way to kind of test it there. So sleeping at you know nine thousand feet of elevation and with completely dry climate versus when we were out in the Delaware Water Gap that was extremely humid and wet and everything else. So th- this tent was just a game changer from the the standpoint of. Okay, so if if you would be renting a cabin out or or doing something else along those lines, you're looking at say a minimum of two hundred dollars a night, and you're looking at over a you know an eight day trip, you're looking at you know say sixteen hundred bucks to do that. Or if you were getting a wall tent through an outfitter, you're looking at you know two thousand dollars for a week, anything like that. Where when you would purchase something like this tent. And so the model I have runs a, a retail price of $4,099 and they have tents from the soft shells to the hard shells that run anywhere from, um, I believe it was the, the hard shells can run anywhere up into like, they start at $3,300 and can run up into forty forty seven hundred $4,700. So there's a wide range on the sizes and everything that you and want there you can fit more than more than 2 or 3 people in there and then they also have the shell tents that start around $2700 so if you're looking at it from that perspective investing in something like this if you're going to do this trip more than once is a pretty worthwhile investment because it's something that you have and you can you know keep for the lifetime of your vehicle and into your next vehicle rather than you know, spending this money on a cabin or something else, and in my opinion, you're still getting just as good, if not better sleep, and something like this, and you can still keep all your gear organized in the back of your truck, so my cap kept all my gear in it, had it secured, locked up, I didn't need to pull it out to sleep back there, and it, it, it just made it really simple to use, so like, like I said, if you look at it from that standpoint, we're looking at it from a budgeting standpoint, you can save up, to purchase, say, one of these tents for anywhere, like I said, $2,700 to $4,700, depending on how how fancy you want to go with it, what size you need, everything else. You can use this year-round in a variety of different weather conditions and, and, and be able to basically get your money back in, say, two years of using it if you're going with, say, an outfitter where you would be normally getting a wall tent or or if you would be you know just purchasing a regular tent going out at a campground or using a hotel room, cabin, anything along those lines. So a couple of years you could have that basically paid for or I guess it depends on how many trips you're doing, but I would say a couple of trips you're kind of covering the cost of that and also being able to use it on, you know, family trips or just regular camping trips throughout the country. And that kind of leads me into whitetail hunting and kind of using it from that adventure aspect. It it seems like a lot more people are are going to different places to whitetail hunt out of state during the rut or whatever that may be. So look at it from... I'm going to be kind of looking at from a Pennsylvania perspective, what most people do, it seems like they either go to New York or Ohio. It's only a state away. You can go to these different places or even in some of the Pennsylvania wilds regions, which may be, you know, a few hours from, from anybody's um, house or, or where they're living at. But anyways, you go on these trips and most of the, from most of the people that I talk to and from my past experience, you'd rent a cabin out or, Again, getting a hotel room, a lot of people are just getting hotel rooms for the week that they're out there and those costs start to add up. If you truly wanna do it a little bit different and have, you know, the adventure aspect to it, um you can go to a lot of different, you know, say campgrounds or if you're on a federally owned public land, so national forest land and stuff, you can basically camp anywhere you want, alongside the road, anything like that. But, if you're looking at like Pennsylvania state game lands, that's a little bit different. But if you're looking at, you know, national forests, some state forests, things like that, you can, you can basically camp wherever without, without even having any costs associated with it. And the, the one thing you'd look at is, okay, so what do I do about showering or anything else? So if you're, wanting to shower, um, often or whatever, then maybe, you know, utilizing a a campground or anything might be a good method or utilizing a solar shower, things along those lines would be able to help you out. But, um, so if you're hunting whitetails in November and say you're going to, let's just say again, for, for, um, this experience, just talking about going to Pennsylvania. So you're going Northern Pennsylvania out in the middle of nowhere and you want to spend a week away till hunting or a long weekend or whatever it may be. Take it, everything in the back of your truck, pull off where you want to go, set up a little camp and you can sleep in this tent, keep all your gear in the truck, organized. everything else and be able to hunt out of that for a week and without any issues. You're staying warm, you're staying insulated inside the tent, leave your sleeping bag, leave your pillow up in there. And you can do some pretty amazing things with, with that. And it just kind of opens up a game. Like you don't have to worry about, you know, say book in a room, or if you just want to spur, if you're kind of like me and just decided at the last minute, all right, I'm going to drive and go out for the weekend, to Ohio, or I'm going to go to New York, or I'm going to try something different. Just you're ready. Good. It's on top of your truck and just roll with it. So that's kind of where where i've found it to be you know worthwhile investment from that standpoint to that i don't have a problem recommending it and 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 looking at it from that standpoint i mean the quality you know spoke for itself just being able to be so user friendly and have the tent set up in like 60 seconds and be able to climb up in there and be sleeping is was really uh something that, that i'm excited to keep using and going on in the future and I plan on doing some winter camping trips with it and some other different uh avenues to get to use this tent but I haven't taken it off the the top of my truck since I got it it's on there when I go to work it's on there when I travel it's whenever wherever I do I have it and be able to use it so really excited about that but I will be definitely using this tent some more like I said going forward and I'm going to try to do a a review here pretty soon. Like just kind of put what I've been talking about here into words on, uh, on the blog and just go through it and kind of put some of the budgeting costs in there. Let, so you get some takeaways there instead of taking notes on this podcast. But, um, if anyone has any questions on the, the James brood USA tents or anything, feel free to shoot me a message, uh, shoot me an email, reach out to me some way and I'll help you with that get you in contact with Craig and the team over there to make sure they can help you get set up with it if it's something you're interested in and so that's that's kind of the the gist of it there if anyone has has anything else any other questions from the standpoint of East Meets West like always just reach out again shoot me a message email anything else and tell us what you what you want to hear and where to go forward here. Pennsylvania, uh, whitetail gun season's opening up here as this releases. It'll be today. So the the gun season will be opening up. Hopefully get a buck on the ground and, and, uh, you know, keep moving forward with that. So about 600,000 hunters enter in the woods in Pennsylvania from the first day. It's, uh, it's going to be a little bit crazy joining joining the orange army. So, Everyone stay safe and good luck, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of East Meets West
0: Hunt with your host, Bo Tonic. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit eastmeetswesthunt.com, Facebook at East Meets West Outdoors, and Instagram at East Meets West Hunt. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.